0: A kitten is injured. A young autistic man is the only suspect. His fiance triggers an animal cruelty investigation, then disappears.
1: He faces charges based on misrepresentations and hearsay. He's forced into a callous legal system, which makes no considerations for his disability and may even hold it against him.
0: But what happened to the cat? You're listening to Vulnerable Creatures. I'm Lauren Hugg.
1: I'm Matthew Schnipper, and this is episode one Look What the Cat Dragged Out. It's November 25th, 2018, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. 21 year old Christian Breuer, who's lean and muscular with short, sandy brown hair, returns home to Colorado Springs. After spending a week with his parents and five siblings on a family vacation in Michigan, he's excited to see his 20-year-old high school sweetheart turned fiance Andrea Kowalsik. Driving from the airport to the apartment he shares with her, Christian's car skids on ice and clips another vehicle's fender. As if his day can't get any worse, he arrives to a half-empty apartment. There's no sign of Andrea or Storm, the four-month-old ash gray kitten the couple adopted only a few weeks earlier.
0: Storm's cat tree is missing. Furniture is gone. Christian fears Andrea and Storm have been kidnapped and that the place has been robbed. It's the only explanation he can fathom. He frantically texts Andrea, but gets no response. Beyond distraught and not knowing what else to do, he calls his parents. They don't answer either, so he drives to their house, where police officers soon appear. Andrea, who still hasn't answered any of Christian's messages, called them saying she was concerned about Christian's welfare. Later, alone in his apartment, Christian discovers something he missed seeing before. A note on the bathroom counter that reads, I love you Chris. The next day Christian learns he's being investigated for animal cruelty.
1: On the day before Christian's return home, Corporal Vicki Cheney arrives at Christian and Andrea's apartment at 3.07 p.m. She's a top investigator and 19-year veteran of the Animal Law Enforcement Division of the Humane Society of the Pikes Peak Region. She's a partly disabled Army veteran, blonde hair, badge, dark uniform. She's following up on a call Andrea made to Animal Law Enforcement Dispatch roughly a half hour earlier Andrea reported critical injuries her kitten's storm sustained five days prior. According to dispatch notes, Andrea says the injuries occurred while she was out of the house and her fiancé Christian was home. She also says the director at Powers Pet Emergency called her directly and instructed her to call animal law enforcement because the injuries were severe and the director was concerned they were human inflicted. According to her field notes, the first thing Corporal Cheney does before meeting with Andrea is contact Power's pet emergency. She notes that they, and this isn't her voice, but these are her exact words, advised, advised me, that me that the veterinarian's, veterinarian's
2: wrote, notes indicated that the trauma sustained to Storm could have only been caused by a human. This prompted them to advise the owner to report the possible cruelty to animals' concerns to animal law enforcement to investigate.
0: It should be noted that both Andrea and Corporal Chaney say that Powers Pet Emergency told Andrea to call animal law enforcement, and that Powers Pet Emergency said Storm's injuries were human-caused.
1: But the staff at the clinic say no one told Andrea to call, and that nobody said the injuries were caused by a human.
0: It's confusing, right? Throughout this series, you're gonna wanna pay attention to who says what, to whom, when.
1: It matters. Once Corporal Chaney enters the apartment, She encounters Andrea, petite, with auburn hair and dark eyes. Her mom, Teresa is also there. She'd flown out from the East Coast after she'd heard about Storm's injuries, and by all accounts, she's outwardly distraught, concerned for her daughter's welfare. Andrea tells Chaney that Christian noticed injuries to Storm's eye while bathing the kitten after she urinated on a blanket. Corporal Chaney finds that highly suspicious because people often bathe animals to cover up evidence. Andrea says Christian gave her no other specifics on how Storm got hurt. Andrea also says he refused to drive her and Storm to the emergency vet, telling her he couldn't because he had a paper to write. Corporal Cheney's field notes contain the observation...
2: This was unusual due to the fact that Mr. Breuer did not seek immediate veterinarian treatment when he first discovered the injuries to the cat earlier in the day, and he did not want to take his fiancée to the veterinary hospital.
0: Cheney says she continued to speak extensively with Andrea while making notes on Storm's medical condition. She then asked Andrea about potential domestic violence. I questioned questioned the owner about whether
2: or not she had ever been physically or verbally abused by Mr. Breuer. The owner denied ever being abused. The owner did advise me that Mr. Breuer is autistic and becomes very upset over financial concerns. Yet the owner continued to deny any abuse directed toward her by her fiancé.
1: Andrea's repeated denials of abuse made Cheney's next notation pretty surprising to us. I advise the other.
2: owner that at this point, the case would be an active investigation, and I highly suggested she speak with Tessa and get a restraining order.
0: Corporal Cheney references Tessa there. That's not a person, but a local agency serving victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. We take domestic violence suspicions very seriously, so we'll share our interview with Tessa's former director in a future episode. But I have to say... That when I first read Corporal Cheney's case notes, her suggestions that Andrea contact Tessa and seek a restraining order struck me as a big overreach. Why was that? Well, not only had Andrea repeatedly denied being abused, but protective orders are actually hard to get. You have to prove an imminent threat of harm, and based on Corporal Cheney's notes, there doesn't seem to be any immediate danger. And advising someone to seek a restraining order they're unlikely to get can put them into danger with an abusive partner.
1: We asked Corporal Cheney, her direct supervisor, and several subject matter experts about this potential overreach, and we'll hear their responses later. But first, Lauren, I wanted to ask, do you think Cheney's reaction had anything to do with Andrea's mention of Christian being autistic?
0: I don't know what's going on in Cheney's head, but I do know that autism is often wrongly equated with aggression. A disproportionate number of autistic individuals have negative interactions with law enforcement. They're vulnerable navigating the criminal justice system many end up wrongfully convicted and incarcerated. So Christian's autism is not a minor detail. As our story progresses, we'll explore how autism impacts the way Christian processes situations and the way others interpret and misinterpret his actions.
1: When we began researching this story in early 2020, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimated that one in 54 eight-year-olds in the U.S. had received an autism diagnosis. As of December, 2021, The CDC had revised that to say one in 44 eight-year-olds. Picture one to two children on every school bus you pass in traffic. Yet, despite its prevalence, many people still don't understand what autism is.
0: I'm the parent of an autistic child and I'm still constantly learning about it. But as a former criminal defense attorney, I know the criminal justice system doesn't understand autism. I'm sympathetic to any autistic person who finds themselves dealing with charges
1: which is why I reached out to you when Christian's father, Mark, came to me with this story. He knew you were a journalist. Yeah, I mean, he was concerned that his son had been deemed guilty without a proper investigation. He wanted answers and he wanted the powers that be held accountable. He was angry.
0: When you first called me about this, I thought this is a really complicated and fascinating story worth telling because people don't know about autism and they don't know the presumption of innocence is a myth. Defendants are not treated as innocent until proven guilty in our system.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what Mark came to conclude. So he hires us as a wider effort that would later include a private detective and an attorney to reinvestigate Christian's case.
0: But you initially had a hang up about that, Matthew, because you were concerned our audience wouldn't trust our reporting as objective since we were being paid by an interested party who might seek to influence the story in some
1: way. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming from a newspaper background where we employ rigid ethical standards, I insisted those be followed here, I made our editorial independence non-negotiable, and we agreed that should we find anything damaging to Christian, we would report it faithfully.
0: Mark consented to that. He said that he wanted to know everything we uncovered so he could get his son whatever help he might need, if necessary. He earned our trust by never interfering over the course of our work. He understood we had no interest in labeling anyone in the story as a good guy or a bad guy.
1: Yeah, because everyone in this story is a three-dimensional human being. They aren't characters.
0: We want to show them as complicated, complete individuals in all of their shades of gray and all their contradictions.
1: Because there are a lot of contradictions.
0: So as you listen, we urge you to hold off on judging anyone before you've heard all the evidence.
1: So there you have it. You know how this story came to us, as well as our interest in telling it. Also... A quick note that, as you've already heard, we're utilizing voice actors to bring written records to life, as well as fill in for certain people for whom we lack audio interviews. Quotes are faithful to their words, though.
0: Now back to the story. Let's take a look at Andrea's perspective five days prior to her calling animal law enforcement.
1: She comes home to her and Christian's apartment from a 12 and a half hour shift at Memorial Hospital Central, where she works as a respiratory therapist. Andrea finds Christian sitting on the couch with her kitten Storm. In her voluntary witness statement submitted to animal law enforcement, Andrea says, I noticed noticed her her eye eye was was
3: bloody and she was all wet. I asked Christian what happened, but he said he wasn't sure. I told Christian we needed to take her to the emergency room. I asked why he didn't take her earlier and he said, I don't have money for that. I was hysterical and asked him to drive us to the emergency vet. However, Christian just said, I can't, I have a paper due in four hours.
0: Andrea calls her mom after discovering Storm's injuries and Teresa advises her to take the kitten to the emergency vet right away. So Andrea heads to Powers Pet Emergency. There, Dr. Christopher Cordy examines the kitten and details head trauma, specifically bleeding from her right eye and nostril. The eyelid was closed and the eye socket was swelling. He notes no other concerning symptoms. She was eating and drinking normally. Cordy recommends hospitalization, IV fluids, a medication to decrease eye pressure, and oxygen therapy. But overnight hospitalization is expensive. So against his recommendations, Andrea opts to take Storm home for the night and care for the kitten herself canceling a trip to see her family to do this. She asks Christian to do the same, but he leaves town for his planned family vacation the next day anyway.
1: With Christian out of town, Andrea returns to the ER vet the next night for a recommended re-examination with Dr. Cordy. He notes Storm's eye is more open, but he notices a new limp, discovering soft tissue damage in her right front limb. Andrea returns again the third night after the injury, and a different vet, Dr. Ariel Ayler, checks in on both ailments. She lists a stable condition and...
0: No concerns about prognosis at this time.
1: She even notes Storm is, in her words...
0: Bright and alert.
1: After that visit, Andrea texts Christian his half of the total bill, $600. She writes in her witness statement...
3: He became, he became furious, furious, saying that he would not pay that much. I reminded him that we made an obligation to care for this cat, and he said, I made no obligation. I said fine, and I assumed the cost. He texted me at a later date, saying he would pay me back for his half a bit every month. However, I have yet to receive any payment.
0: Andrea makes this witness statement on November 24th, only a few days after she requests payment from Christian, while he's still out of town with his family. It's the same day she calls animal law enforcement and meets with Corporal
1: Cheney. Before leaving Andrea and Christian's apartment, Corporal Cheney had told Andrea that she he needed to know, know that storm, storm, storm would be kept away from Mr. Breuer and living in a safe place from here on. Cheney noted that Andrea was planning to stop communicating with Christian immediately and move out of their apartment the next day, the same day Christian will be returning from his trip.
0: On November 26th, the day after Christian comes home to find Andrea and Storm missing, Andrea goes to court to seek a civil protection order, following Corporal Cheney's advice to do so. In her complaint, she checks boxes to indicate she's the victim of both domestic abuse and physical assault, threat, or other situation. The form asks for specifics about threats or acts of violence. She provides no details of verbal or physical abuse, concluding by saying, Understanding, Understanding the cycle cycle of, of, of,
3: violence, of violence, I fear that if he could so critically injure our kitten that I could be the next one critically injured. I fear he may be trying to use the cat as a way to control and manipulate me. I fear greatly what could happen to me and my life if we continue to have contact.
1: In addition to standard civil protection order requests that the respondent refrain from contact, keep 100 feet of distance, etc., Andrea requests that the court order Christian to continue to pay his half of costs associated with the apartment. But the court denies Andrea's requests. The ruling reads, Here, there is no allegation that there's any harm done to you. All I have is that there is this possible connection between a pet that you have and some possible risk to you. And without more, I cannot conclude that there's an imminent danger to you.
0: On November 29th, Corporal Cheney files a sworn affidavit in county court which states, I
2: spoke with with veterinarians who all confirmed that Storm sustained its injuries from trauma caused only by a human.
1: But Cheney's field notes contain no record of her speaking directly with any of the vets before filing this affidavit.
0: And nowhere in any of the vet notes does it say Storm's injuries could only be human-caused.
1: And what's worse, all the veterinarians say they never spoke to Cheney.
0: No, we're getting too far ahead. It took us months to find that out, and we'll look more closely at it later, but that was mind-blowing.
1: Yeah, I mean, how was that not perjury?
0: We'll get into that later. For now, what you need to know is that Cheney charged Christian with two counts of misdemeanor animal cruelty.
1: The first, infliction of serious physical harm. The second, neglect by not seeking necessary veterinary care.
0: Misdemeanor charges may not sound like a big deal, but they are. They carry serious, life-altering consequences. Misdemeanors don't get a lot of attention because people tend to think of them as trivial, like parking tickets or jaywalking. But they make up more than 80% of the cases processed by the US criminal justice system, with more than 13 million Americans charged with such offenses each year.
1: Most true crime podcasts deal with felonies and murders, cops, detectives, not dog catchers. At this point, you may be thinking of an animal control officer as like a mall cop, minor league. But before you dismiss them, you should know that in some jurisdictions, they hold the power to seize your pets, compel you into the legal system, and potentially upend your life.
0: If we hadn't looked into Christian's story, it would be just one of the millions of unexamined misdemeanor cases. What we found made us wonder what would happen if more misdemeanor cases were thoroughly examined.
1: In this series, we're going to explore the intersection of autism, the criminal justice system, domestic violence, and animal cruelty. Meeting along the way animal law enforcement officers, veterinarians, prosecutors, defense attorneys, subject matter experts on autism, domestic violence, and animal welfare. And, of course, we'll hear from the people who live this story directly.
2: the feeling of being branded as something that awful.
3: He wasn't treating me well emotionally, but I will not say that he ever physically abused me.
0: This season on Vulnerable Creatures, join us on a journey through the criminal justice system as Christian navigates these allegations and the weight of being labeled not just a criminal, but an animal abuser. It's a wild tale of contradicting statements. I had no reason to suspect that a human intentionally caused the injuries. If I had suspected that, I would have
3: reported it.
2: If it's in my report and I was told that by a veterinarian, I'm not just going to frivolously, you know, pull that out of a, a rabbit hatch.
3: I called to openly offer to speak to an official so we could have this suspicion off of us. I figured it would be best to be proactive if we both didn't do anything wrong.
0: There are people that like to torture animals, and, okay. and let me tell you, autism has nothing to do with it.
1: Our story is about truly vulnerable creatures who are all at the mercy of someone other than themselves.
0: So
2: much about his life has been trying to look normal. How, What can I do and say so that I appear normal and I don't get judged?
3: Her mother was running the show. She had the girl by the scruff of the neck. The girl was very traumatized. I do believe that the girl was guiltless. After
2: 21 and a half years of dealing with people, they literally really like eat their animals to death, and it really like far out of their considered property, that they are the most vulnerable creatures in our
3: lives.
0: Throughout vulnerable creatures, we'll look at the many ways our existing systems are ill-equipped to protect and serve neurodiverse individuals and the dangerous assumptions that get made about people who don't fit the norm. By delving deep into Christian's story, we will spotlight how autistic individuals are currently being treated in our criminal justice system and use it as a springboard for discussing a better way forward.
2: And this often happens to people who are vulnerable for whatever reason, right? If they are the ones who end up in court, It really does come down to, um, does the judge, does the prosecutor, does the defense attorney
0: know someone with autism? We're kind of at the beginning
3: of a movement, you know, neurodiversity and understanding as kind of the next human rights movement.
1: Next episode, we'll dig into how animal control officers have the power to send people to jail. We'll go on a ride along with an ALE officer and we will track Corporal Cheney's search for what exactly happened to Storm, seeing how her investigation deviates from best practices.
0: You know, a couple different animal control officers told us, we protect pets from people and people from pets.
1: It leaves us with one lingering question though, who's protecting us from them?
0: Creatures is written, directed, and hosted by Lauren Hug and Matthew Shipper, and produced by Vehement Visuals in Colorado Springs. Voice actors in this episode are JL Fields, Lauren Coonsey, Daisy Pinkerton, and Angie Glenmore. Original music by Michael Johnson and Dave Pastor. Logo design by Ryan Hannigan. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters.
1: Every time you go, I
0: don't know.